Hi, I'm Stacey Summero. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode about when God opens and then almost immediately closes a door. Shock, grief, loss, betrayal. I got a letter about it from Mary Claire. Recently, God asked me to be open to a path of discernment, which I hadn't expected, but which was a beautiful gift in my life. However, after only a couple weeks in which I had become hopeful and excited about how things, things could unfold, that path closed off and I don't know if God will ever reopen it for me. I struggle to not feel disappointed at God. I pray to th see things from his perspective, but trusting in his master plan is hard. Do you have any advice for me or others like me on how to handle these situations and how to use them to grow in trust for God? I do. I do have thoughts on that, Mary Claire. The Garden of Eden, let's go all the way back to the beginning. The devil came up to Eve. He didn't, he didn't question if God was all-knowing or all-powerful, he just started to whisper to her that maybe God is not all-loving. Maybe God really can't be trusted fully. Maybe she should pull back and, and hide and, and hide herself and run away in the opposite direction, which is exactly what she did. And look what has followed for all of us <laughs> ever since. Original sin and everything that comes with it. It's so natural to, to feel those things but we need to be really careful not to let them take us away from God, okay? So we need to do the opposite of what the devil wants to do. He wants us to pull away from God, to start to hide. But I always come back to, to Peter, you know, <laughs> Peter said, Lord, to whom else shall we go? You alone have the words of everlasting life. If God is truly all-knowing, all-powerful, all-loving, as we say that he is in the creed every Sunday, then he, we owe him our whole selves. We owe him our life. And it's not just because like, I owe you this duty, but like, it is the best thing for us. The person with whom I'm closest in the world is my husband. And if my husband does something that I perceive to be offensive in some way, it, it would be disrespectful and wrong of me to not talk to him about it. It would be totally wrong of me to either just kind of stonewall him and ignore him or to, um, to attack him and accuse him of things. So in the same way that I want to approach my relationship with my husband as a mature adult, I also want to approach God in a more mature way. And instead of just reactionary, uh, kind of like, why did you do this to me? I'm hurt and therefore you must not be good. Come to God saying, what are you trying to teach me? How can I learn from this? What is it that you want me to learn about myself? This is a really exciting opportunity for you. Honestly, it may not feel that way right now and your emotions are totally understandable, but this is the first of many, many times where the devil's gonna try to distract you. He's gonna try to take you away from the Lord and he's gonna whisper in your ear that God really isn't that good and that loving. And honestly, for everyone discerning any decision, this is gonna be the main struggle for so many of us because the devil knows if he can get in the way of that relationship, it's game over for, for you. Um, and so he's going to focus all his energy on destroying that trusting relationship. And it is your first priority to keep that trust. Bring the Lord your whole heart. Let him see all of you. He works in the very messiest of situations and he's with you right now. He wants your whole heart, all of the messy. And then he wants to tell you what he thinks of you, which is that he loves you so much and as things continue to unfold, I'm excited to see what he does in your life. The cool thing about discernment, Mary Claire, and anybody else who's discerning any life decision, is that so often it's not about God 
dictating to us what he wants arbitrarily. It's us discovering what it is that we were created for. And so often the problem in discernment isn't that that God is playing a bait and switch with us, it's that we don't know ourselves and we don't know exactly what we want yet. And figuring that out takes so long. And this is why sometimes natural frustration arises, right? Because we're like, I don't know what to do. I'm stuck in this place. Maybe I don't even know myself. And God is there to be our helper. He's there to be our advocate. He's not just kind of dictating to us arbitrarily or taking away things when we surrender them to him. There is this uh, parenting principle in the book called Boundaries, which I highly recommend you read. I think I've recommended it like 50 million times on my show. Um, and this parenting principle is that a good parent doesn't just say, uh, I, I want you to do this because I said so, right? It's not supposed to be this power struggle between the parent and the child. It's supposed to be the parent being the guide and the advocate and the helper for the child so that they learn in the home what the world is really like and they learn the real consequences of their actions. And God is a very good parent and honestly, I have to accept in humility that I am like a child and that he is parenting me in so many ways. And that so often, if he were to just tell me what he wanted me to do, honestly, I am so obstinate and determined to do my own thing <laughs> that I would probably really start to get angry with him and it would become this power struggle with him and with me. It sounds like that's kind of a similar thing that you're being tempted towards, Mary Claire. But the reality is that God likes to be our, our helper and our advocate, but he lets our life unfold around us and, and the circumstances of our life unfold such that they will kind of naturally teach us. I'm not just arbitrarily telling you things because I want them for you, but this is actually what's going to be the best thing for you. There's been a lot of times, Mary Claire, as I was reading your letter, I had like 15 different stories that I could tell you, and I might just choose two, <laughs> about my own discernment and how God parenting me in this way, using this principle that I'm referring to, has been really, really good for me. First story is from last year, as my husband and I were going to open houses. We feel that the house we're in currently is too small for our family. Uh, we have a growing family and we wanted to buy a bigger house. So we went to this one and it was so beautiful and I was so excited about it. I thought, oh, maybe this could be our house. And then we found out there were some restrictions on the land, which made it such that we would not be able to have the homestead that we wanted. And so after hours and hours of talking about this house and falling in love with this house and dreaming of living there, we decided not to put the offer on it. And I ended up just feeling like after searching for so many houses and thinking that I had found this needle in a haystack, feeling like I was right back to square one and like, oh, we're never going to find anything. And the mortgage rates are climbing, climbing, make it harder to buy a new house. So I have, I felt this real sadness and it turns out or as the months continued to unfold, we actually found an incredible builder. We found the beautiful, perfect piece of property that was gonna be perfect for our family. And we are actually now building a custom home, which is such an incredible gift. And lo and behold, what became the prototype home that we used as we started to discern the floor plan? It was that house, that house that we loved. And the cool thing is, even though it, it felt at the time like God was just slamming a door shut in my face, something that I really wanted. The beauty is that we took that floor plan and then we adapted the things that we didn't love about it, which were not that many, but a few things so that we could actually have the home that we truly, truly want. Um, and, and it's even better than that house. Another example is when I was discerning religious life and I was so excited to become a nun. I had surrendered my life to God. I felt like our, my relationship with him had, had gone to new levels. He had, um, uh, 
spoken to me so beautifully and I was prepared, I was ready to enter the convent. And then I started feeling this total lack of peace. I started crying for the husband and the children I was never gonna have. And this went on for a long time. And I started to feel like you, like this, like God was playing a kind of like a bait and switch tactic on me. And I was like, what in the heck? I was willing to give you my life and now you don't want me to be your bride. What is going on? And it turns out that really God in the big scheme of things, God wanted me to get my relationship with him really, really strong in a different way that I needed in order to be ready to enter into marriage. And so I was just seeing my road. I couldn't see what was around the next turn, but God had this, this beautiful plan coming up for me. I just had to keep my faith and keep moving forward and keep trusting him because honestly, I needed those months of discerning my vocation in order to have the kind of relationship that would make me mature enough to be ready to be married. Because honestly, um, yeah, I'm pretty selfish <laughs> and I needed to be able to understand his voice. I needed to be able to surrender to his will. I needed to be humbled and I needed to become mature. Uh, I needed to really have that foundation so that once we started adding a husband and children into the mix and special needs parenting and four kids in six years, that I was going to be able to actually withstand those challenges um, and to be able to see him as my teammate in all of this discernment. So I hope that encourages you, Mary Claire. I hope that gives you a way forward. Oh, if you would like to support the continued provision of this unique discernment content, I would love if you would look at the, in the description box below. You can get some links to my Patreon community, which is such a wonderful community of people. Oh my gosh. Uh, from around the country and around the world, oh, we have monthly, no, oh, twice monthly video chats. And also um, I make handmade beeswax prayer candles with crackling wooden wicks. They're pretty delicious. They're so good. I don't know why I said it like that. I'd also be so grateful if you would like and subscribe and share this with whoever you know who needs to hear this today. And finally, I have lots of other content, including uh, a new series I'm starting about building our custom home. Oh, very excited. As well as a whole slew of workout videos that are full-length workout videos for free. So you can check that out and also see all 80 plus episodes of my podcast at stacysummerow.com. That's it. That's all. That's all I got for you.